Hey folks, it's Jeff Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to my podcast called Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! All right, crowdfunders, how's everybody doing out there in crowdfunding land? You guys doing all right? As you guys know, I'm Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel. I'm the host of this very successful podcast called Successfully Funded, where we deconstruct world-class Kickstarter and Indiegogo campaigns, and we even dabble in equity crowdfunding. Basically, we are talking everything crowdfunding. That's what we do here. And why do we do these episodes two, three times a week? Because the information in social media and crowdfunding is changing so quickly that we want to make sure that you, the listener, are getting the most up-to-date data, right? We want you to know when Facebook's changing an algorithm or Instagram is changing something. Um, And we want you to talk to project creators while their campaigns are running so that you know what they did a few weeks ago to be successful. So that's the whole premise of this. We love deconstructing and we love talking about these, these, these just unbelievable project creators who are kicking butt in crowdfunding. So... Man, I'm out here in Detroit, and I got to tell you, it is as cold as I can remember. It is, I just had to drop my son off, and my jaw, I can feel it in my jaw where I'm like, I feel like I'm not really talking very well, but I am. Yeah, 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 you can hear it. I can feel it. You know what I mean? So how are you guys out there, man? You guys excited for Christmas? It's like 10 days away. I know I've got a couple kids here who are just giddy, you know cannot wait. We want the presents now. But I was thinking, you know, I am trying to, to literally declutter my tiny little mushroom house as fast as possible before there's an influx of new shit that's about ready to, you know, tidal wave onto me of new stuff to hide in new corners and the new nooks and crannies of our house. And I was out last night having a beer with a buddy talking about um, how I I, I think I've made an internal goal to respect my elders a little bit more this holiday season. So typically, and I've ranted about this oh, for birthdays and stuff like that, about I just don't want my, you know, my kids just get so much stuff, right? There's just stuff. Everything has to be more stuff, more this, more that, more matchbox, more this, more dolls, more bar, whatever it is, just more, 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 right? And for me and my wife, it is so overwhelming. I cannot stand any more stuff coming in. It's like, and I look at it all, it's like, I'm just constantly consuming, right? Constantly. And if it doesn't work, you throw it away. If you looked at my, gum, my dumpster right now, or my, gra- my garbage that's out there being ready to get, hopefully get picked up today, it's just full of Ikea garbage that I'm just throwing away. And it's because it is worth throwing away. It's clutter. It's just junk, right? But when I'm thinking about, and I'm, I'm getting out of my own headspace, and I, you know, I, I've already told my parents, don't get the kids much. I've already told my grandma that, don't get them much, my aunt and uncle. And now I'm starting to think, let's think about it from their perspective. My grandma's 83 or something like that, whatever it is. My dad, obviously, is sick. You know, they really want to see my kids have the best, the most. The, you know, they want that love to be expressed through gift giving. And they're not going to show their love. You know, they, they show their love in hundreds of ways. But <coughs> wow, excuse me. Sorry about that. So that was that might be like one of the first sneezes ever recorded. Where um, you know you just keep it in, right? Just keep it in. But what I was saying is, you know, for my grandma, like like you know she 
she's got nobody besides her son and daughters who are kind of around my dad's health, no husband, you know, I, she sees the kids every other week or so, three weeks. She, you know, she's a major part of their life. Same thing with my parents, you know, they want to, they come from a different generation where they, they want my kids to have stuff. They want to see that smile on their face Christmas morning. You know, they, they just want to see these kids be happy. Right. And that's, that's their day with them. Now they're not in my headspace where I have to go home with all the stuff and pack it and put it in all, you know, and see that the kids only play with certain things once in a while. And, and they, I see the waste, but my parents don't see that. Or my grandma doesn't see that. They see they, their memory is that moment, that moment where, Oh my God, I can't wait. It's my favorite monster truck, whatever it might be. That's their moment. And I was even thinking like for my aunt and uncle, you know, they actually probably see my kids more than they see their kids. I mean, their kids are both four hours away, couple, you know, or uh, four, one's four hours away, one's two hours away. You know, I actually think my kids might be more in their lives than, than their kids, you know, obviously to a degree. And um, so, of course, they want to have them have a big Christmas and, and have them have all kinds of cool stuff. And, you know, and then I think back to like... And I have specific memories of like certain gifts. And, and it's weird because a couple of those gifts are still in my house right now. Like my, my son's playing with them. One is a uh, dinosaur Godzilla light up thing that you put batteries in, which of course doesn't work anymore because it's probably 30, it's probably 32 years old. Um, but I have this specific memory of like waking up on, on Christmas and, and, uh, and diving in and playing with it at like five in the morning before my parents got up and then going back to bed and just knowing that it was there just, you know, and I, and I, I can so remember this thing let, you know, lit up and working and, ah, it's just, you know, and I want my kids to have those memories too. So that's right around the corner, man, 10 days away. I hope everybody's got their plans going on. So we're a little bit into the episode and I haven't actually mentioned who's on. That's probably, that's me being a bad host, but We've got an interesting, interesting conversation, one that I think really I, I'd like to explore more pr- on a personal level for my family. So I talked to Vicki Mayo, and she, she has a product, well, she works on a product called Buzzies. And what these Buzzies do is they alleviate stress and anxiety, but with a, a, with a neuroscience wearable. So it's like this thing you wear either in your shoe or on your wrist or whatever, like a watch almost. You can, it can be like a watch. And it does these buzzes, and it stimulates the brain in a way that alleviates stress. And this is something that, you know, as I've been in my therapy sessions for the last year here, realizing my trigger points and what I do when stress happens. And we all have it. We all have stress. We all have anxiety. We all have these little things. It's, it's you know, what do you do with them, right? So I have found, for me personally, that as soon as, um, either rejection or, or vulnerability or, or something happens that just creates this feeling in me. I like to eat something. I like to go grab something out of a cupboard, whether I'm hungry or not. And typically, nine out of 10 times, it's not a healthy thing. I just grab something. And I have caught myself not even realizing it. So that's one thing for me personally. For my kids, we've noticed, you know, just they're still in that development. They're still developing how to handle stress. So when they can't, I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like this morning, when uh, putting a glove on rocked my son's world. He just couldn't get his pinky in the in the pinky hole. Just couldn't do it, and it rocked him. And it would be awesome to have a, a something that you know that's non medicated, non all stuff that just gives you a, a quick 
you know, whatever it might be. So it was a really interesting conversation. Um, I think Vicky has an interesting background. I think how they're approaching stress, uh, the world of wearables, the wear of bringing a product to market. I thought this was all really unique. So that conversation, like I said, is going to be coming up a little bit. So a couple things. You, uh, so I think we're going to probably, this might actually be the last episode of the year. There's not a lot going on. I know everybody's busy. Um, I think what I might do is, is um, uh, pro, you know, shoot out some older episodes the next couple of weeks. Just kind of relax these last couple of years, years, last couple of weeks. You know, I think I deserve it. I feel like I deserve it. So I think this is going to be, and, you know, I could change my mind. Um, similar to like our conversation with Sean a couple of days, a couple of days ago about the Woody Specs. Don't really have that tight of a plan. So maybe, maybe, you know, if I might have a conversation. Maybe, maybe we'll do an end of the year wrap up with the woodshed guys. That that's an idea that's kind of floating around. That might be fun. So, but yeah, pretty excited. We've done a ton of episodes. We're gonna keep this going all next year. Um, all the energy is is great. And uh yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for Christmas. You know, I'm excited for, for the kids. I know some of the presents I got, I don't know some of the stuff. Uh, my wife got the kids, so I, I'll learn that. And uh, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and kick into my conversation with Vicki Mayo uh, from uh, Buzzies. And, and she's going to talk to you about alleviating stress and anxiety with her brand new wearable on Kickstarter. All right, Vicky. I think you can see that the red light's on. Yep, this I is awesome. Perfect. So why don't we start off by you telling my listeners a little bit about your very successful Kickstarter campaign you have running right now. Definitely. Well, our Kickstarter campaign is to help us launch our product called Buzzies. So Buzzies are a neuroscientific wearable device that alleviates and minim- minimizes stress and anxiety in as little as 30 seconds. Oh, that's, that's intriguing. Uh, well, well, describe this wearable. Where, where am I wearing this thing? Absolutely. So um, it can be used as a traditional wearable. We have wristbands you can attach it to and wear it almost like you'd wear a watch. The, uh, the buzzies are about the size of an Apple watch, the face of it. But we found that a lot of people don't want to use it on their arms. So we've designed it so you can actually remove the watch bands and use the coin-shaped device and either put it in your pockets, in your socks. Uh, Girls often put it in their tank top straps. So we want it to be able to use discreetly if you don't want to advertise you're using it on your arms. Interesting, interesting. So I guess walk me through a little bit, because I I guess I'm still a little cloudy on on what actually happens here, but can you walk me through what happens when when I'm feeling stressed? Absolutely. So uh, the, the user has to turn the buzzies on. So some people choose to use it preventatively. For example, I turn my buzzies on in the morning while I'm making coffee and getting my house ready for the day, um, getting the kids you know, off to school, getting my husband coffee, all, all of that 15-minute madness. So mm-hmm. I simply just put it in my pockets and make the coffee. And what it does is it delivers a gentle, vibrating, um, sort of like a stimulation. It, it buzzes. It just vibrates. Okay. Vibrates in a bilateral manner. So you have to have two, and one has to be on either side of the body. Now, this, vi- this vibrating stimulation um, 
my partner, neuroscientist, Dr. Amy Sarant, she actually discovered this technology. And, and she always says, I feel like I just stumbled upon a miracle. Because what this bilateral stimulation is actually doing is it overrides the body's fight, flight, or freeze mechanism, also known as the F3. So anytime you uh, get upset about something or you're thinking about an, uh, an event and, um, and you start getting upset, your body will automatically go into fight, flight, or freeze mode. The buzzies actually alter that uh, mechanism in your body. So now instead of um, reacting in a more, I guess, primitive manner, so to speak, you can actually use your executive fun- functions, which are located in the front of your brain, to logically reason through things. Wow. That's, uh, that sounds like some, uh, some crazy mad scientist type stuff there. Um, so do you have to wear these on a particular spot in terms of like maybe like a pressure point or something like that on the body, like the, you know, your wrist or feet or anything like that? No, you can wear them anywhere on your body as long as you have one on either side and your body can feel the vibration. So you could wear them outside of clothing, like in pockets, as long as the pockets are tight fitting to where the vi- your body can pick up on the vibration. Hmm. Well, I think I think tight pants are in right now. I mean, I, I can't wear them very much. I've got tree <laughs> yep. trunk thighs, but you know, I think there's a lot of a lot of people out there wearing the tight pants. Uh, so now, does this charge or does this work with an app or anything like that? It does. So when you um, purchase a set of buzzies, you end up getting your two buzzies attached watch bands that you you can remove, but we uh, include a set of watch bands, a charger, and a wall charger. And then you also have to download the app, which is free with purchase from either the App Store or the Android Store. So, so, so what does the app do then? How does it talk to the device? So you have to pair it with Bluetooth, and then the app is actually like the remote control for the Buzzies. So you can use it to choose any one of our pre-settings, or you can create a custom setting. So over um, over the last decade, Dr. Saren has been researching and, and you know essentially creating and um, patenting this technology. Uh, she's a patent pending on it. And... Uh, she's found there's six different presettings that help with a variety of things. So we can use a presetting to manage anger, to focus, to calm down, to enhance performance, to reduce cravings, and to enable better sleep. So you have described, I think I need all of those, considering <laughs> that I am a stressed out 37-year-old male with a couple of small kids who I'm not allowed to sleep anymore, right. um, who... who ha- has found out through therapy that uh, I I tend to go to food as my like well, I better just go eat some carb crap today and uh, I'll feel better. So right. it sounds like I need to be wearing a couple of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So right now the way that the buzzies work is the user turns them on. So as I mentioned earlier, you can use them preventatively, like in the morning, just for um, five to fifteen minutes, or you could use them prior to when you start doing something that you think is stressful. For example, you know, um, I don't know how your children are, but in the morning when we're trying to get the kids ready and dressed for school, it's definitely a stressful time. Yeah, I just dealt with it a few hours ago. There you go. (laughs) You could turn your buzzies on and actually use them during that that time period. Or, for example, if you um, have presentations like at work or public speaking and you tend to get anxiety and get too much of those butterflies in your stomach, you could turn the buzzies on before and even during your presentation. Wow. Sounds like there's a, there's a lot of things. So walk me through a little bit on, I guess, the, the price points of this uh, through the Kickstarter right now. 
Absolutely. So in the Kickstarter, we are offering a discounted price. Buzzies retail for $259, but through our Kickstarter campaign, they're currently $199. And we're almost sold out of the um, shipment that would ship in December and arrive before Christmas. So we just loaded an additional 200 units, and those will ship in February. Nice, nice. So let's let's walk back a little bit on, you know, when did this kind of idea for the technology kind of start to happen? So Dr. Saren is, uh, she's a renowned neuropsychologist. She's been in the field for several years and really um, does it, looks at neuroscience in a different way. She really looks at an applied manner and uh, you know, she had a very successful career in the business world doing um, international marketing. And one day she just said, you know what, I want to help more people. So she went back to school, she got her PhD, and then started doing um, neuroscience. And she, she knows that there are certain technologies that are available in doctor's offices that help people, especially with things like um, trauma and PTSD. And so she wanted to make that kind of technology and what you have to pay $200 an hour for in a doctor's office available to the masses. So she came across, uh, you know, through all of her research and her studying and, and through her clinical practice, this technology that works. So I've been friends with her for several years and um, she reached out to me and said, Vicki, you know, you're a businesswoman. Would you be would you be willing to help me take this to the masses? And I myself am extremely passionate about this technology because this is something that um, I, I really believe strongly in. I am... I became a mom at a really young age. When I was 20 years old, I found out about two boys that had been abandoned by their parents and were left in an apartment. And nobody nobody stepped up to take them in. So the day that I graduated from college, I drove to their apartment and I picked up these two boys. They were teenagers, 13 and 14, and I became an overnight mom. And wow. Yeah. From that moment on, I vowed that I would dedicate my life to helping people, particularly children, and I have such a heart and such a passion for um, for children, you know, whether they're foster children or autistic children or gifted children or just children. And when Dr. Saren brought this to me, I knew what an impact it would have because, for example, foster children, they go through so much trauma and stress and anxiety being mm-hmm. you know, pulled out of their parents' home and witnessing domestic violence and often being abused themselves. Giving them the buzzies is something that would change their life. Sure. So, when she asked me, it was absolutely a no-brainer. And I left um, a very successful post that I had at that time. The governor of Arizona had asked me to come and help transform government. So I was the chief transformation officer for the second largest agency in the state. And I I just went, you know, jumped two feet in. I wanted to make sure that Buzzies was successful and we got it into the hands of every single person. That's awesome. So where did you grow up? I'm actually from the Deep South. I'm originally from Georgia. Um, okay. I'm, I'm of Indian heritage. I'm first generation. My parents immigrated to America um, from India and uh, grew up in the South. And then as a teenager, my parents moved to Arizona. What did your parents do? Um, they're entrepreneurs. <laughs> ah, there it is. Yep. It definitely runs in, runs in the blood in our family. My entire family, my brothers, my sister, myself, we are all entrepreneurs. Well, that's in, that's intriguing. So, you know, some some people believe it doesn't run through the blood. I I think it does. So, you know, what did your I mean, like, what did your your mom and dad? What did they work on? What was their their focus? 
Yep. So they um, they were in the hospitality industry. So they had hotels, um, and they still do. Uh, my dad, I think, currently has like six. Um, so he, they just they they brought properties. My dad's definitely he's a builder, uh, so he would build them and run them and operate them, and then eventually sell them. And my mom always helped him, you know, kind of behind the scenes with decorating and um, uh, bookkeeping and marketing and all of that. Nice. And, and where did you meet uh, Dr. Uh, Saren? So, uh, as I mentioned, Dr. Saren is just an amazing um, speaker. And so she had been speaking for several years at the, at the national um, gifted conferences. And I, my two children are gifted. And so I had gone to the conferences several years ago just trying to understand about this community and why my children were so different than other children. Um, and these are my two biological children. Mm-hmm. And um, I just you know, ran into Dr. Saren and started talking to her, and we just became quick friends. It's cool. So how long has the process been to, from you know, the, the original idea to actually making a physical product or getting the prototypes? How, how long has that been taken? It's taken um, about 10 months. Wow. Okay. And over those 10 months, what's been like the, has there been a, a major, you know, roadblock or pivot that, that that's kind of popped up where you had to change something? Uh, you know, I think what's interesting is we, when we started, um, you know, we understood the technology. We know, we knew we wanted to control it with an app. And I think um, what's been interesting is you have a vision in your head of, of, you know, what an app would look like. And, and originally our app started with like four screens. And I'm like, this is all you need. It's just, you know, a remote control. But as we started really testing it and um, giving it, the user experience became so much more. And so the app expanded to be much larger than we originally thought it would be. Um, adding in you know, the presetting features, that was a big thing for us. We included something we call the hashtag Buzzies Challenge, which is a way for you to, to be able to use the device and see the results you know, very quickly in a minute. Um, we created custom settings where people could actually create and save them. So I think the biggest the biggest piece that was a pivot for us or maybe a challenge was just understanding the user experience and how to make their uh, interaction with the Buzzies as pleasant as possible and, and as life-changing as possible. That's cool. And to kind of follow up on that, over that same 10 months, what's been like that monumental moment where you were just like, this is going to work, this is <laughs> awesome? You know, what, what, where was that, what was that uh, uh, moment like? Um. I think when we finally put the the buzzies together, so we had we had been you know three D printing prototypes and things, but uh, we had given the, the plastics to our injection molders, and they had sent back you know the first set. And I was at our contract manufacturers, and they put them in, and we programmed them, and we turned them on and paired them with the app. And I and I remember it was a Friday at three fifty two, and I said, oh my, oh my god, like this is real now, this is happening. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it must be an amazing moment uh, when you're when you're working on a product like this and, and to see it actually work, you know, talk to each other, do what you wanted, you know, probably what you laid out on in prototypes before. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm kind of a climate we're in right now is, you know, the, the sort of the fake news or the or, or, or we really don't believe in facts too much right now. Right. So how do you guys combat something like this when you're kind of using you know, newer technology to, to, to combat something. How do you guys f- approach that in terms of marketing and conversations around what you're doing? Um, so the technology of bilateral stimulation is not new technology per se. 
Biological okay. stimulation has been around, um, you know, and there's there's hundreds of articles, you know, peer-reviewed, double-blind studies that show that bilateral stimulation, you know, has a very positive effect on the body and it enhances brain performance. So that's nothing new. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we definitely talk about that. We also talk about how in, in clients' offices and doctors' offices, people use uh, the EMDR-type therapies to overcome post-traumatic stress disorders all the time. And our technology, while it's new, it, it is um, there are components that are similar to those types of technologies, and they're highly effective. In fact, EMDR therapy is, is one of the only uh, and best ways to address PTSD. So while it's new and cutting edge, it's, it's in a way also not. Um, it's something that's been proven. So we, we tell people about all of that research. In addition, we have a lot of clinical data available on our website, and we are in the middle of doing um, internal review board, you know, double-blind studies. But the research industry and the research field um, doesn't move as fast as I want to say the business field does. Right. So it takes almost two years before you can get published research. Mm, wow, interesting, interesting. So, and, and is there any sort of like regulations? And again, I'm a, I'm a layman here, so I don't really know if there would be a term for any of this stuff. But like that, you guys would have to qualify for or go through to get the patent or be able to say certain things that 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 the uh, the buzzies will do. Well, we want to be really clear that this is not a medical device, and it's not a substitute for any kind of um, medical advice from a doctor. This is a consumer device. Mm-hmm. We know that it works. We know that it helps people. Um, we've, we know it balances the brain, and we've done lots of um, QEEG brain scans. It's for quantitative electroencephalogram studies where you actually scan the brain before you use the buzzies, and you can take a, a measure of the brain waves. Uh, and to see at what level they're at. And then people use the buzzies. And a minute later, we do another brain scan. And you can see this phenomenal reduction in, hmm. in the amount of, um, I'm going to call them negative brain waves in the brain. So we, we have all of that data that we're sharing and showing, but we don't, we're not a medical device. Right, right. Interesting, interesting. So just kind of back to you, how did you flip into this world of like, I mean, understanding this language and stuff like that coming from your background. Uh, you know, I, I feel like at my root, I, I am an entrepreneur. And for me, this is business just like any business. So this is my fifth company, like startup uh, company that I've taken and grown large. And, and I've done every time I've done this, it's all been different, different fields. So I started off with um, actually at 14 with a travel agency. Okay. Uh, Exactly. I created a, a travel agency company um, and I sold it at 17 before I went to college. And then after college, I started a, a branch of a mortgage company. And then I had a hospitality company that we took national. And most recently, I had um, an IT company and call center that we took from very small local market to global. So, you know, I, I don't feel like this is any different. It's it's business. So there's some new things I had to learn as far as manufacturing goes and mm-hmm. software pieces, the apps, all of that. I was already heavy in my IT background. Right. So it wasn't too far of a stretch. Okay. All right. Interesting. And you know, so let's flip a little bit over maybe to the to the actual Kickstarter because you've it's already funded. You've you've you know crushed your goal and you've still got ten days to go. Mm-hmm. What was the strategy? prior to launch that you guys executed uh, to get to where you are right now? 
Um, see, this was my first time I'd ever done a Kickstarter campaign, and to date, we're over 300% funded, and we do still have 10 days to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I really looked around at what other people suggested to do, and I think probably the best thing we did was to create a comprehensive contact list of our contacts, um, Dr. Sarens and I's, and sent out information to them beforehand saying, hey, our Kickstarter's kicking off. Here's what we've been doing, you know, for the last 10 months, a year. Um, you know, we'd really appreciate your support. And then from from there, we just sent those emails out. And then I think from there, it kind of just took off. It became viral. And those people shared it with other people they thought would benefit. And so I think that was really the key to it was just making sure you have a great base to start with. Sure. And, and did you do any sort of uh, um, pay-per-clicks or Facebook ads or anything like that? No, we didn't. Really? Really? No. Uh, uh, um, so really just based on the emails, the email list, huh? Right. And then, and we have, I mean, Kickstarter themselves have given us quite a bit of traffic as well. Um, so I, I think that that's a, I think, I think we got lucky a little bit, but I also think that we're not selling a device. Um, we're not selling, you know, something that just buzzes on your arms. We're actually selling people hope. There are so many people that, are debilitated by stress and anxiety and they can't sleep and they have, you know, stomach pains because just walking outside of their house is so overwhelming. And to be able to have, you know, something that can help them turn off that part of their brain so they can really be the best version of themselves, that's so powerful. And and everyone that deserves that. And we really believe that. So in fact a key part of our company is that we are giving away buzzies. So we have a huge scholarship program. We just awarded uh, if we hit our $50,000 funding goal, which we are hopeful we hit it in the next day or two, we'll be giving away 10 scholarships, and we've been posting the winners already on our Kickstarter updates page. So we awarded three of them awesome. last night. Yeah, so it's a really it's a big piece for us. It comes back to the reason why Dr. Saren and I even did this in the first place. It was it was really to be able to give this to the masses. That's, that's awesome. How did you guys come up with your, uh, your um, funding goal of 15000 um, you know, we, we had the device you know, in production and there was just a lot, some last few key pieces that we needed to do, um, with our app developers, adding some different components. So we said, you know, what, how much is that quantifiably? What, what's that dollar amount? And that's kind of what we came up with. We figured we'd use the money from the Kickstarter to fund those last little pieces in the app. That's cool. And, and, and what do you guys envision for the next 10 days? What, what does the next 10 days look like? Um, you know, we're really hoping to reach out to some of the publications like TechCrunch and um, some some of those publications to see if they will feature the buzzies because we're hoping that that last push will help us to get to 50. And actually, we want to introduce a stretch goal number two of 70,000, and we want to give away even more scholarships if we can hit a higher stretch goal. That's awesome. What, uh, what again, does the scholarships get? What, what happens around those? So they actually get buzzies. They actually get a set of buzzies. And they also get a 15-minute... Um, sort of uh, Q&A with Dr. Saren about how to use the buzzies and the best way to use them for their, their children or for themselves. So, so let's talk a little bit about, about children. I was thinking about this a minute ago. Um, you know, so, you know, so my, I think, you know, I, I, like I said, I got a six and a three-year-old and, and, you know, I, we see them starting to learn on how to, how to deal with stress and, and that sort of stuff. How would a buzzy kind of impact maybe their lives as opposed to maybe, you're popping a pill or, you know, these sort of, you know, medicated type remedies. How could a, maybe a buzzies maybe fit into, into a kid's life? 
Right. So I, I want to just clarify again that the buzzies are not a medical device. But, um, for example, if let's say a child is uh, has a tendency every time they do their math homework to get very upset and not um, and sort of have a little temper tantrum, right? right? Because because they're upset because they don't understand how the numbers work. So if you put the buzzies on them or gave them the buzzies to you know put in their socks or in their pockets. Um, and let them run for a couple of minutes and then said, okay, now we're going to start doing our math homework. Their normal tendency would be that fight, flight, or freeze would take over because they're nervous about it because they don't understand how to do the numbers. But when they have the buzzies on, the only thing that can engage really is the logical reasoning. So they're going to be able to get through that homework without the temper tantrum. Now, it doesn't mean it's suddenly going to make them... Um, super smart, and they're going to be able to multiply right, what right. they never could before. But it's right. going to be able to take out the invariability of, or the variability of, of the temper tantrum. Yeah, that, that's intriguing. I, I think you just described exactly what I need in the morning with putting shoes on. I don't know why putting shoes on is uh, a fight. I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. I understand. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, what does the kind of the next maybe year to, to three or four years, what's, what's scale look like for, uh, uh, for the company? So it's really our goal to become a, a global company because we don't want to limit this technology just to the uh, United States or America or, or even to, you know, to a state. We want it to be a, a global phenomenon. So um, there's lots of people in developing countries that their stress, they have stress, but it's different stress. It's stress of, I can't feed my family today, you know, and and they get so overwhelmed by that that they're not even able to go farm or, you know, go barter or make something to sell. So our goal is really just to be able to get it into the hands of everyone. Um, so that I think that's really our goal. In the next year, we're, we're hoping to be able to make Buzzies a household name so that people know this technology exists. Right now, it's such a paradigm shift because when you do feel stressed or anxious, the first thing you think of is, let me do, you know, take some medicine. Let me take a, you know. Right. something, let me do some yoga or let me meditate. And it's a paradigm shift to say all those things are, you know, great and you, you can do all those things, but there's another tool at your disposal. Just get your buzzies on. Mm-hmm. I'm the, uh, this year, uh, I started Bikram yoga for my stress and it, mm-hmm. it does, it is nice, but it's a, it's a challenge to, you know, get there for an hour and a half, 30 minute drive there, 30 minute drive back, middle of your day, you know, it's like, man, I want to get there three times a week, four times a week. It's life. Arr, you know, the old life exactly. things. Well, well, this is great. I mean, you know, I, I'm intrigued as to see how far this can go and how this can work into, you know, into people's lives. I, I, you know, for you personally, I mean, I guess what, you know, where do you see yourself kind of um, – not not with the project, but just where do you see yourself kind of using this product in the next uh, next year or so? Um, well, this this the buzzies have changed my family's life, you know, one hundred percent. So my daughter suffered from night terrors. Um, she's she's just turned six two days ago. It's happy birthday! Yeah, happy um, birthday! Yeah, but she's since she was a baby, you know, she just has struggled with these night terrors. And for any mom that has to sit there and watch her child, you can't wake them up from sleep. Um, because they're they're in the middle of this extremely vivid, lucid, you know, dream or, or nightmare, rather. Hmm. Um, and we would give our daughter the buzzies because we couldn't get her up and we couldn't get her back to sleep. And within a minute of holding the buzzies while she's asleep, you know, in the, in the middle of the night here, she would go right back to bed. 
So we've used it on her, um, and she it's changed. Literally, we're all able to sleep now because of it. Um, my son gets a, a little wound up. He has high anxiety when he, um, you know, when he's doing his homework and when he's trying to understand new concepts. And so we give him the buzzies, and he's able to sit down and get through homework. And my husband was a, an avid Ambien user. He couldn't go to sleep. You know, being a businessman, he always had a lot on his mind. He's been off Ambien now for eight months. Wow. And I myself, um, like I mentioned, I used to have this position with the government, uh, and and it was high high stress, very visible. I used to give talks to people all the time about how do we change government and how do we operate differently and in front of big crowds, like 1,000, 2,000 people. And I would always use my buzzies and people would tell me, gosh, you're so, you're so good at talking. You don't ever seem to get nervous about it. And I think to myself, it's a good thing I have those buzzies right now in my tank top straps. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Vicki, I don't want to take up any more your, uh, take up any more of your time. This has been an amazing, uh, uh, amazing conversation. I, I'm fascinated by this, and I, I'm literally going to email my wife this as soon as I'm done with uh, this interview because I think this could change our lives here, just dealing with our own personal stresses and 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 life issues because it it sounds awesome. It really does, and uh, I appreciate all, all your time and uh, and talking to my listeners. This is really awesome. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, no problem. All right. Have a good rest of the day. Thanks so much. All right. Bye-bye. All right. How about that conversation with Vicky? A lot of good info in there. Um, you know, still came down to sort of the uh, the basics, right? Built up a good mailing list, um, and then got people excited, right? So, the song we're listening to right now is a song called "Changes." Uh, again, song uh, my partner and I wrote helped quite a while ago, and um, I don't know. I think it's got some pretty powerful lyrics in it. Um, I think they're lyrics that still mean quite a bit to me. Um, they were a bit of a story, and uh, all right, I'll stop talking. So, uh, all right, guys. I will see you all next week with uh, with something. I don't know quite yet what, but I'll see you next week. All right, guys. Have a good one. I raise my white flag and surrender at your door. Breathe, breathe in slowly. A single tear could show her you don't need her anymore. I don't need your love. I just want it. I want it. Choose my words, but I couldn't. I wanted my thoughts, my words, my voice to be so clear. You don't need my love, you just want it. I thought your words were supposed to be honest. I wanted your thoughts, your words, your voice to disappear. Today is the
Every street that pass and fade reminds me of the years gone by From the very first day they feel so good But I don't want them anymore The old man sits nearby He sees my heart on my sleeve And he says these words once more Day is the day Your words, your voice to disappear